Welcome, everybody, to not on this occasion again. Is it is on this occasion? This occasion. I think we've been be, over that before. On, on this occasion, we're going to be uh, talking about old F1 tracks and why they are no longer in Formula One. As we know, there are twenty three tracks on the on the calendar this year, um, all having to be put on and taken off and adjusted and changed and moved around for different reasons, but a lot of them suck. <laughs> a lot of them do suck. Um, but since formula one has started, there has been 69 different circuits. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, which as everybody knows, the first one was Silverstone in 1950. The, the circuit that has hosted the most races is Monza, which as of 2017 has hosted 67. So not quite as cool as 69, not quite, but not quite the funny number. Not quite the funny there. number. So yeah. And then the, the, I think the next oldest race is uh, Monaco. So, you know, Monaco. up there. Classic track. Classic. I, I, I forgot to mention this in the episode, but I forgot my, the Monaco Grand Prix. Obviously, it's older than F1, but it's like been going on since like 1929. So, yeah. That shit. I, I wonder if anyone, I wonder if there were any overtakes in that one. <laughs> Probably weren't. And then the most recent, the newest track um, is the, uh, as we all know, the Miami Grand Prix. That is the newest one of this year. Um, with obviously some new ones coming next year and everything, but. With that being said, we'll jump right into it. I would like also everybody to know that my sources were the F1 fandom wiki and Wikipedia. <laughs> so <laughs> if anything is inaccurate, um, you can trust Wikipedia though. You can like, trust. It's, it's, we're not we're not writing a research paper, so <laughs> I do not care if I use Wikipedia. <laughs> All right, the first one that we're going to start with is the Kalami, Kailami. Oh. I don't think I said this is Kaya Kailami. Kailami, yeah, Kailami circuit in. Is this um? Is this South Africa? Yes. This is okay. this is I don't know why I don't know why they don't race there anymore, but I do. Yeah. Yes. I think it's still there. Maybe I don't know. The track itself is still there. The South Africa GP ran from the years 1967 to 1980, 1982 to 1985, and then 1992 to 1993. You'll get a reason why in a minute why it's a little broken up there. I so, think I, I, I won't say anything, but I, I want I might know this one from seventh grade history if I. If I maybe maybe <laughs> you might you might it's gonna it, I was honestly when I was re doing research I was like oh <laughs> that's kind of like a legit reason um, the track length kind of varied throughout the years um, ranging anywhere from 4.1 kilometers to 4.5 so they kind of did expand it all the way up to 2.8 miles um, number of turns changed from nine to 18 turns so they <laughs> did a lot of variations on it um, the last Just race put a turn there. Yeah, the, the last race was in 1993. Um I don't believe there has been yeah, there hasn't been like there's there's a few tracks on here that like there has been like majority winners on here, but there it was it was a good assortment of winners because of the the big enough time gap. Um did Senna win the last one? Uh no, Alan Prost oh. won the last one. But my second guess. Yeah. Only other guess. The who the person who won the very first one was uh, Pedro Rodriguez, the only other oh, Mexican F one driver. Oh. So Making full circle. Here. Full circle Nelson here. Nelson PK ever win that one? Nope. Oh. <laughs> so he is on a few different <laughs> ones though. So, uh, but there is an American driver that won there. Uh, Mario Andretti did oh, yeah. win there. So Hell back yeah. in nineteen seventy one. 
So currently blocking him from starting an F one team, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. Um, so yeah, the the uh, Kailami circuit became onto the F one grid when they felt that the Prince George circuit was too short. The Prince George circuit. <laughs> the Prince George circuit. Um, they felt that it was too short. The track was only being uh, three point nine kilometers or two point four miles long. So yeah, it was pretty short. It literally had like six turns. Like that's it. So Kalami was the logical replacement. Um, it was a very popular F1 event, and the, um, unfortunately, the Grand Prix was suspended right after the controversial um, 1985 race due to the nation's policy of apartheid. I, I knew it. I knew it. I was about to say it. <laughs> so following the end of apartheid in 1991, they did return back in 1992 and 1993. But after that, the it just wasn't as popular anymore, unfortunately. Um, and nobody really wanted to go to South Africa that much, uh, just due to the country's climate. So they were just, not like heat, like, not like temperature climate, but like racial stress. climate. Yeah. <laughs> like stressful climate. So, that is the shortest one that we're going to talk about. I just figured we'd speak on that because we did speak about it earlier in the in the episodes, how we talked about um, Africa. We should, is we should the, have them do it different ways. And Africa really. is the last continent besides Antarctica, but I don't know if they'll ever have an F1 race <laughs> I mean, there. With the big ones. <laughs> um, but be dope but as hell. Africa is... I I don't know as a world championship, I could... I, I want them to cover the world, but right. I, I, I really... I feel like if they really wanted to... If there was a really a mutual desire to go mm -hmm. back between both parties, they probably would have. So. Oh yeah, I think there has been discussion. Like the research I was doing, there said like, "Oh, South Africa, a contender," but I think just funding wise, like they just can't seem to like get the track right. Yeah. Up again, so um, yeah, that is the uh, Kailami Circuit. The next one, Knowles. Very familiar with this one. We're talking about the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I put this one in here just for you, Noel, because I saw that and I was like, mm, yes. So the Indianapolis Motor Speedway was a track from 1950 to 1960 in the oval style, but then again in 2000, 2007 for the infield style. So yeah, facts before, before we jump Pop into off. this. The Indy 500, it's a little confusing. That oval race was the Indy 500. Yes. So that used to count as an F1 race. Yes. But it was like sanctioned by a different, like the FIA didn't do anything for that right. race. They, you would just score points. And I think basically no one who ran any of the other races would ever run the Indy 500. So if you look at old points tallies, uh -huh. if you had a full-time competitor, they would always miss the Indy 500. And the guys who ran the Indy 500 would only run that race. I think so, I did see that a little bit when I was like, it was like different. It was like yeah. out of points and in points. Like it, it looks like, it looks weird on the championship. Yep. I think one time, I don't know what year, there was one time Ferrari went to the Indy 500 hmm. with the driver, but then, but they didn't go to like the Swiss Grand Prix or whatever. So they still missed the race. So, it, and they retired. Right. So, um, and they retired. Indianapolis motor speedway is um we'll talk about the current course the current course is uh 2.9 miles long or uh 3.9 kilometers um with the number of turns on the current course it's 14 so there's there's there was a lot of reasons why they stopped going to indianapolis uh back in the 2000s so um well hold on backtrack here i want to tell you who who all won um this is it's interesting because like on here I can show you it's like it shows that like it is the Indianapolis 500 like it shows yeah. that but then it's like non F1 racing but it's like this is F1 racing so like it's yeah I think it's yeah, so weird but like it counts it as still 
it counted it as the US, U.S. Grand Prix, so I was like, okay. Um, Michael Schumacher holds the title for most wins at the Indianapolis Speedway. As we know, he was ruling at the time in the early 2000s. So this little snippet I kind of took, it said, while the circuit historically ran 33 large cars lined up in 11 rows of three cars, Formula One put 22 smaller cars in 11 rows of two cars. So imagine, you know, 33 cars, three cars deep. You know, that's, gonna, that's a pretty wide track. So, um, you know, unlike their other purpose-built circuits, the Formula One cars looked really unimpressive and super small compared yeah. to this. So the, for a spectator sport... The modern uh, ones might look pretty good. The modern but. ones might look cool, but like the, the, the ones in the early 2000s, it was like, okay. Um, and also, Formula One cars were not designed to run in ovals. Like, that is not what they're meant for. They're meant for the hairpin turns. They're meant for those nice, sharp corners. Um, so the speed, Speedway owners decided to use just one of the corners from the oval for the Grand Prix track to, and then built a new road circuit um, in the Formula One style in the infield. Um, but because it's on flat land, um, it's just didn't really have it's, that much yeah. character. It was also just kind of like, again, meh. Like, it was just like a meh race. Um it's a uh, the site may have been one of the world's greatest racetracks, but Formula One circuit was less interesting than most of the series. So it was un- undoubtedly just altogether. Just a, it just felt. It is boring. a weird if one. I've never. Well, there is one United States Grand Prix at Indianapolis that I know a lot about. Oh. but but I've never really seen any of the other ones. Yeah. So I don't know how it does seem very weird for like an F one. I mean, I guess Abu Dhabi's kind of flat. So right, for but, this era, it might be. A little bit more understand, but it's also really short. So it is, yeah. So I, the lap times there today might be could be under a minute if they ran right, um, which would be cool for like a sprint. You could just do a sprint race there, just like ten laps. That's it, done. <laughs> um, but a little fun fact: after leaving Indianapolis, F one did not return to the U.S. until 2012, until they made the Circuit of Americas in Austin. So they did have a pretty good stint where they just weren't in America for a hot minute. Yeah, so. yeah, that was. Um, um, I actually have for the future a whole sprint episode about the 2005 United States Grand Prix. Yeah. Have you, did you see anything about that on there? Not really, because I was just looking at as okay. to why. Okay, so everything, everything you said is definitely correct. Yeah. But the true reason that they did not go back to Indianapolis uh-huh. is because of the 2005 race. Ooh, so drama. I won't spoil any. Well, I'll say one thing. I'll say one thing. Tell me, enlighten me. Six cars ran the race. Oh, yes, I did see this. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, no no place I went, though, was like... Well, I got it. This is this is why they stopped coming. But I did see that that was like... Well, a, I, I mean, they ran there for two more years, but that's the reason why. Yeah. But I that'll say, be a future sprint episode. Michael Schumacher did still win, though, until the five, so... Well... He was kind of unchallenged. Fair. And I think Lewis Hamilton won the last ever United States Grand Prix at Indianapolis. Yes, 2007. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I knew you would know. That's why I was like, when you were like, will I know anything about this? I was like, you'll know like one of them at least. So, all right. Um, up next, we have the Korea International Circuit. Oh, Korea. Korea, um, the Korean International Circuit, or sorry, I say Korea International Circuit, um, was hosted from 2010 to 2013. Three years. That's it. Um, the track initially had a seven-year contract with the option to extend the race until 2021. Could you imagine if we were like still, still racing in Korea? Uh, but the race was literally only held to 2013. 
again, this is another reason. Um, I mean, there's many reasons, but we'll get to that. This is one that, um, for some reason, which I'm sure there is a reason I just didn't feel like looking for it. Um, Sebastian Vettel, Vettel, like owns this fucking circuit. He won three of the four races. Um, but Fernando Alonso did win the first one in 2010. Was Red Bull dominance. Red Bull Red was on Bull, steroids they back were then. Fucking on fire. They were just fucking cracked out on actual Red Bull. I don't know. <laughs> imagine this. Sebastian Vettel won the last nine races of 2013. Can you imagine someone winning fucking nine, nine races, races in a row Ugh, now? Man. That suck. That suck. We were so bored. Um, but yeah, the, there's many reasons. One of the main reasons being that because of its remote location, it was so far. I think I, I think everybody was a four-hour train ride from the airport to get to the circuit. It was so remote from any type of civilization that they literally couldn't even fill up the stands. The stands were like half empty majority of the time. Um, and so there was also a bunch of delay of construction back in 2010 when they first opened it. They literally like couldn't even get past inspections until 10 days before the actual Grand Prix was started. They like barely skidded by. So all in all, it just did not start out well. Plus the very first Grand Prix, it downpoured. downpoured. So. I've seen a little bit about this yes. one. Yeah. It absolutely downpoured. So they, a lot of the articles were talking about first impressions and you know, if you go, if you don't, you know, Miami, they hyped it up. They made it fucking amazing. You know? Yeah. Miami. So exciting. Yeah. It was a good race and it was really exciting. So, but like Korea, it was just like, yeah, here we are. <laughs> like, I had a cousin who lived in Korea for a while, South Korea. Yeah. So I think he told me that like, it wasn't actually that easy to go to like huge events like this. Like right. it was like, even ignoring the fact that it was super far away, it just like wasn't easy for like the typical like citizen to go to stuff right. like like huge events like Especially that. like a weekend long event. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like the Korean culture is very work minded and very, you know, family minded and everything. So you couldn't just be like, all right, peace out, mom and dad, I'm gonna go watch a, watch some cars run run around. So and then the most noticeable thing about the Korean international circuit is that I could not figure out exactly which race it was, but there was a bunch of snakes on the track one year. So there, there, the there was a bunch of memes about that. I could not find it anywhere um, as to which race it was, but there was jokes that that was also another reason because it was so remote and they could not control the wildlife. So I think I heard a, or maybe it was like the promotional video for like the Korean Grand Prix. There was like a Red Bull promotional video for the time uh -huh. that the plan was to build a city around the track. Yeah. Like it was basically gonna become a street circuit almost. That oh. was the plan. That, yeah. Like okay. some areas were gonna be, I mean, some of it would obviously stay a track, but the plan was it's so far away cause we're gonna build a city around it cause this will be a big event. Right. But it never got to that, obviously. Yeah. I think it was on the calendar for 2014, but then they took it off because they they basically like they were gonna put it on there, and then the the organizers they all the, all it said was the organizers. I don't know if it was the organizers of Formula One or the track itself just didn't want to do it. So they were like, nah. They I think they just saw how like unpopular it was, and they were just like, nah, bro, we'll just go somewhere else. So yeah, that, I wonder if anyone still races there, honestly, because that if probably not like that's no. a very Formula One built circuit. So I mean, they might have like GT or something. Um, but, uh, actually, I lie. I maybe saw that. I think there was some motor uh, motorcycle racing that happened okay. there a few times. I don't even know what this that. track is called anymore. Korean Korea International Circuit. My fourth track I have on here. Bringing it real close to home. Cue the track. You know I had to. You know I had to talk about this one. We're talking about the Detroit City Circuit. Woo. Woo. 
Uh, the Detroit City Circuit ran from 1982 to 1988. Um, you know, it is... Ren Center, Cobo Center, woo-woo. Jefferson, I don't know. <laughs> Um, it was four four point zero two three kilometers or two point five miles in length. It had eighteen turns, um, and it also ran along the Detroit River. So they were very much trying to be like Monaco. Also had a tunnel, had two hairpin turns. They put a lot into this fucking track. They it was honestly a little overzealous. Um, as for winners of this track. Um, Sienna was uh, the most... Uh, that's a lie. I knew it. I was going to be like, Senna won one of these. Senna, Senna won three in a row, but this is the one that Nelson Piquet won, one of them. Oh. He won in 1984. So, but Nelson. Nelson. But there was... It's uh, seven races. So Nelson Nelson won the most, technically, out of, for one person, but not like majority of the time that it's been there, if that makes sense. So, yeah. He was uh, he was the most winning this at the Detroit Grand Prix. Um, some little facts about the Detroit Grand Prix. Um, Detroit Grand Prix actually st- uh, stamped the U.S. back in 1982 as the first country to host three world champion uh, Grand Prix in one season. Las Vegas, Detroit, and Long Beach, California. So it's the first time ever that they had three races in the United States. Obviously, since then, Italy has match yeah. that um and there hasn't been anywhere that's been four so nah. <laughs> u.s is back to three i mean i guess u.s no. will have three They'll next, have three year, next yeah. year too so going um, back to las vegas going back to vegas vegas i was going to talk about vegas but vegas literally ran for one race fun fact about that vegas track the caesar's palace grand prix ran yes. into the parking lot of the caesar's <laughs> palace casino i'm not even fucking with you it was in the parking lot i love that <laughs> i love that um so yeah, the original circuit did have 17 corners, um, which included two very tricky hairpins, like I said, and a tunnel that enclosed the gentle, t- uh, a gentle right hand um, next to the river and uh, proved to be even slower than Monaco. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> that's, a little, that's what it said. Um, but the rough demanding course even included a railroad track crossing. Really? Yep. I did not know that. I've seen IndyCar go over a railroad track crossing, and they're bouncing all over the place. It yeah. looks fucking so mad. So imagine I didn't know a that. Formula One car, which <laughs> literally flips through the air when it barely gets tapped. They could not do they that could today. They could never, ever go over a railroad tracking nowadays. It would break the floor, honestly. Holy like shit. It. I literally read that, and I was like, wow. I was like, that is very, that is very, yeah, that, that fits. That, that checks out. Um, you know, the race soon gained a reputation of being horrendously demanding and grueling, um, with a very bumpy track as any Michigander knows, if you drive around <laughs> in Michigan, all the roads were like this. So they didn't fix the potholes for the damn race. Good either. fucking <laughs> luck. But the thing was, is that they also raced during the heat of the summer. So it was so constantly hot and humid. Um, and it was perhaps the single hardest race on the cars and drivers in formula one during the 1980s. Like that's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, uh, we got something going for there. We got it. Did um, the track did the track break apart, or is that a different one? There, I think LA, or Dallas. There's Dallas. A, there's a Dallas race a couple years later where they where the track like broke apart. So, yes. Okay. Eh. So after F1, you know, it's it could as we all know, it continues to be a. It was used as a kart series race, um, and then it was you know. IndyCar for a hot minute and then it got moved to Belle Isle as of just recently, as me and Noel have discussed. Um, they're going back next year they're to going Detroit. back next year to the streets of D Town. So, 
I'm yeah. curious for how that go will go. It's more of a square, honestly, than the than the uh, F1 circuit is. But we'll see. Yes. We'll see. I like this picture for the Detroit Grand Prix. I've seen this before. I it's cool. Like, I mean, like, honestly, like, I think it's cool because especially in the 1980s, it was like Detroit was trying to become, I mean, 1970s Detroit was peak. So 1980s Detroit was like trying to keep up that hype. So it was like definitely something cool, something to talk about. It was really fun. But I think it was just because of the, the harsh conditions and like how awful it was. Like all the drivers just bitched about it too much that they were just like, all right, we're not coming back here. So, I mean, they ran for six years i'm, I'm kind of yeah i was kind of surprised i thought yeah. it was more like three honestly like nope. i'd have been asked when we talked about this in the past episode i would have said there was like three or four detroit grand prix for f1 so that actually lasted a pretty good while oh i guess i forgot i put this in here but also there's jefferson avenue i was right yeah almost you're right. <laughs> almost <laughs> um because of the narrow track um, cars would off, there would be a large number of cars retiring during the race due to mechanical breakage or contact with the concrete walls. <laughs> so, um, that just shows that it's, it was a very, uh, harsh. And yeah, what's weird about F1 back then, I've never seen it from the Detroit Grand Prix, but from a couple old races, they would just leave the cars out there. Like the yeah. driver would get out, but the car would just... So you'll just see him pass a stricken car for. I guess they did not have like fucking forklifts and shit. I don't think they had safety back then. (laughs) No safety. Safety was not invented. As my dad shared, the very first Detroit Grand Prix, they were allowed to stand right (laughs) next to the fucking track at the gate, and then they finally put a second barrier to be like, no, you can't stand that. I think you can honestly see that in this picture. Yeah, this is it. Like, Like there's yeah, there's people right there. There's my dad. Dad, you're on the you're on the Detroit Grand Prix. Say hi. So yeah, had to talk about that one because obviously that's a, a notable one for our area that no longer is no longer is a thing, unfortunately. I doubt they'll ever come back to Detroit. Nope. Doubt it. Um so yeah. My last one here, I'm totally gonna butcher the name. It's an oldie. It's a goodie question mark. Um I wouldn't call it a goodie because of the reason why they no longer race here. Do you wanna guess? Is this uh it's like the Nurburgring or the Norch? Norchcliffe or whatever. This is Circuit Bergamagtern. Hold on, I'm putting this into Google Translate. <laughs> Not ringing a bell so far. <laughs> I know, I know. Hold on. It'll ring a bell soon, don't worry. Is this one we've talked about before? Bremgarten. Oh. That didn't help. That was German. Hold on. Bremgarten. Bremgarten. That's the American way to say it, but the German way was... Bremgarten. Yeah, there you go. That's how you say it. <laughs> so this is the iconic switzerland grand prix oh okay yes swiss grand prix i wish i could tell you what the 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 length of this is it literally just says 7.28 7.28 what i don't know it just says 7.28 it doesn't tell me the turns because this track literally ran from 1931 to 1955 as a racing track F1 raced there from 1934 to 1939, and then again in 1947 to 1954. Oh, so like Grand Prix racing in general, because yes. F1. Grand Prix racing in general, but F1 raced there. For basically the first, what did you say, it's 1950 to 54, basically? 19, 1947 to 1954. So okay. yes, the first couple years that F1 was even in existence, It's like it pre-F1 too, like. They have not hosted an official motorsport event since 1955 because Switzerland banned all types of motorsport events because of the 1955 Le Mans disaster. I do know about the Le Mans yes. disaster, so I. It's I a do very, know. it's a very obscure one. But when I literally looked up, 
F1 tracks, like the very first thing that popped up was this one of all ones. Like it was like F1 tracks that like no longer are existed. Like it was this one that was like one of the first ones that popped up. And I was like, huh? And I went down this giant rabbit hole of the Le Mans disaster. So we're taking a, a mini, mini detour from F1 and we're going to talk about the Le Mans disaster a little bit. Um, if nobody knows what the 24 hours of Le Mans is, it is a, uh, the 24 hour race. You race for 24 hours. Fernando Alonso won it a few years it's back. one of the, well, I would say it's, it's one of fans. the most pre- prestigious races in the world, but yes. like, it's like part of the triple crown of motorsport. Yeah. Um, but Toyota wins it every year now. So, <laughs> so it's, it's becoming it's becoming uh, the Mercedes of of this. The, yeah, Toyota. This yeah, Toyota and Lamont long since have fucking made that series basically unwatchable. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Back in June 11th of 1955, during the 24 Hour of Le Mans, the motor race at the circuit La Sarthe or something. De La Sarthe in Le Mans, Sarthe France. Um, large pieces of debris flew into the crowd, killing 83 spectator, spectators and the French driver Pierre Living, and injuring nearly 180 more. Now, I watched a lot of diagrams of how this crash happened. This shit is crazy. Just like the idea of like a car flying through the air and crashing into a stands and then catching on fire. Yeah. There's like video of it too. Like there's some video. I mean, it's like fucking 1955 (laughs) video. So like there's somebody animated it. It's not 10. I I watched that. So yeah, the, uh, but that was, uh, you know, that actually prompted Mercedes Benz to retire from motor racing altogether until, um, Wow, I totally just left out the last number of 1980-something. I think it's 1982. I think a lot of, like, Europe... I think not all of Europe, but a lot of countries around, like, France and stuff banned ra- motor racing or took a couple of years. I don't think Le Mans probably... There probably wasn't a 1956, 24 hours in Le Mans. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know the gruesome details that, like, the hood, like, decapitated some people. Like oh, yeah. Flew, like a fucking boomerang and, like... It was it was crazy, honestly. So I mean, it was. Uh, it's interesting because like when you look at the event history and you look at like, you know, when these races happen and everything, it's it's funny because oh my gosh, should I say it's funny? But like, it wasn't held from 1940 to 1946 because of the war, like literally oh, yeah, because of yeah. World War One. <laughs> so anything before that, it's literally all Mercedes Benz, but it literally has like. Oh, the fucking the, the swastika. swastika. Yeah. So I've I was seen like, that on like Mo- like Monaco Grand Prix and stuff. Yeah, like, I was dude, like, hold on a minute. <laughs> like, oh like, yeah, that's was the German flag. Yeah, that was the German flag at the time. Um, so yeah, it was a uh, it was a uh, a very interesting you know flash from the past. So I think that was the uh, probably the first time that they were all thinking. Hmm, I think we should have some fencing here, some <laughs> probably safety. some safety. Uh, but yeah, Switzerland has not had a single motorsport race since then. Maybe they have. They have lifted it, but oh. only for electric series. So ah, there was a Swiss okay. E-Prix. Okay. But um, I think only one. I'm looking at it right now. They probably like just recently did it. Swiss so, one was like, oh shit, they're making a lot of money over there fucking doing this. So uh, I think I did read that there was still some like motorcycle racing as well. Like the few years right after, but then after that they stopped. Yeah, I could I could see that. Um, but I, I don't think there's not a Swiss E-Prix anymore, but... Okay, it's Formula E. <laughs> it's Formula E. So yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, there's so many more. I mean, obviously, I said there's yeah, there's, there's freaking sixty nine different yeah. circuits, and there's only twenty three that are being used. So it was kind of hard to pick ones that weren't just like they stopped going here because their contract ran up. So it was like it was 
that was the hardest part. But other than that, I mean, there's some other notable ones like, um, you know, like the Indian Grand Prix was pretty cool. So that one was uh, the, the Buddha. Buddha? Buddha, I don't know. Buddha? It's B-U-D-D-A. Buddha? That's not Buddha. That's Buddha. I'm, the Buddha International Circuit, um, which ran from 2011 to 2013. I mean, they did race at Le Mans. So. so, but this is the weird one because in 1982, they called it the Swiss Grand Prix, but it was held in France. So that's, that's the one where it's like, that's yeah. the wacky okay. one. Okay, there's a couple of, F1 yeah. does a couple of those. There's uh, in 1998, I think, mm-hmm. they ran the Luxembourg Grand Prix in Germany because there was already a European Grand Prix in Spain. Yeah. And Imola, which is now the... Amelie fucking 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 fucker Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, Imola was always the San Marino Grand Prix, mm. but it's in Italy. I didn't even know San Marino was a fucking thing until I see that on the Grand Prix. So yeah. So thanks for teaching me about that F one. There you go. Um, the only track I can go on that like spit out was the Nurburgring or the Nordschleff, which is what I guess it was. Right. Which is like the original German Grand Prix circuit. I'm trying to see how it was long. It was, it's like super fucking dangerous. They call it like green hell or whatever. Whoa. Um, oh, I think I found it. It's got like a thousand turns. I'm just trying to see. Hold on. I found it on my wiki page. The last time they ever raced on this layout was 1976, uh-huh. which was the year that Nikki Lauda almost like died, died in a fire. Like, oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I yeah. don't know how many. I cannot. I'm not seeing a track diagram that has numbers next to the turns. It's just the corner names, but it's. So I guess in its current setup, this the Nordschleff or I don't I I don't know how you pronounce it. They still they don't run races on there anymore, but they um. They have, you can go there and um, drive around the circuit. It, it, it allegedly has 154 turns, Whoa. corners. The fuck? Um, a lot of them are little little tiny, dinky whatever things. <laughs> a chicane. But how the length of the track is 20.8 kilometers. And during the F1, during the time F1 race there, it looks like the, the best lap time was around nine minutes long. Damn. And um, I don't know how many laps the races were, but it's so fucking hard to find. <laughs> Should have done research. See? Research. 1976 race was 200 miles, 14 laps. Whoa. So imagine that today, a fucking 14 laps. Could you imagine, imagine 14 laps? <laughs> Jesus. That'd be crazy. You know, like but, yeah. 10 minutes in, they're like, five laps to go. <laughs> um. The race, the time of the race was an hour and 41 minutes. So it still was about the length of a regular race, but obviously they don't race there anymore because it's super dangerous. There's a thousand turns and probably no place to have marshals or anything like that. You probably have to bring a helicopter in for, there would. Is that the one where it's like sideways? You know what I'm talking about though? It's like abandoned now. It's like old. Lux, or I think it's old hook. Oh, it? there's a German Grand Prix that's got like super big banking or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I don't, and it, it might, it probably, it has banking in some turns, but I don't know if it's like that one. That one. But I think I know what you're talking about. I yeah. don't know what it's called though. So yeah, they're probably only, they were, there literally only could be virtual safety cars at that race because you would not <laughs> be able to bunch it. You would need yeah. like five, say, you would need like fucking 20 safety cars to literally. So yeah, that's my little sprint episode. Um, sorry to disappoint anybody that was hoping for some um, 
fanfic. I just couldn't find anything that wasn't <laughs> weird to read. So I was just like, I'm just going to do this instead. We'll, we'll find a fanfic eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I think eventually. Or maybe we'll just write our own. We'll just write some. We'll have a five-hour podcast episode where we go through the writing process <laughs> of the fan fiction Be like, for the novelization of the podcast. Yeah, see? We got it. We're ready. We're ready to go. Yeah, that was fun. I like that. I like. I don't know a whole lot about the like, circuits. Like, I know specific little sprinkles of stuff, but yeah. not not really a whole lot about, especially the old ones. Some of the more modern ones, maybe like Valencia and stuff. But yeah, um, you know what yeah. I think would be fun? I think it'd be fun to like find somebody who can do the math. Um, taking the old circuits, like taking the old circuits, taking the fastest lap time from the old circuits in the old cars, and computing it into how fast it would be for the new cars. Oh, that would be some. That'd be some serious math shit. <laughs> Philip? Yeah, I'll see. I'll see if he can do uh, that. I don't even know that. if that's fucking possible. <laughs> I don't know. If that's a thing. I think it would just be a lot of averages, I think. Uh, yeah. So there you go. There's my spread episode for this week. Maybe next time we'll talk about that Indianapolis Grand Prix. Yeah. The United States Grand Prix. The infamous yes. 2005 United States Grand Prix. Do it. Let's do it. Um, but we will... I just, I'm just looking, sorry, I'm still on the 1976 German Grand Prix, <laughs> and there are some people, like, the the official classification, you know, how it'll say gear, like, the reason they retired, like, gearboxing, yeah. on the official classification, there's a couple cars here, or there's a couple cars here that their classification is car seized by police, so what? maybe we'll, maybe we'll talk about that in a future sprint episode. What? A lot of interesting stuff from the 70s that could make... Like Dude. super sprint episodes, like super five minutes. Like, <laughs> like just just brief. <laughs> That's crazy. Seized by police. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just trying to think about like, what did you have to do to have your car seized by the police? Well, it's, it's, uh, the team is Brabham, which was owned by Bernie Ecclestone. So oh, <laughs> not, no surprise there. No fucking surprise there. <laughs> so it could have something to do with him. That's, that's, thank you guys for, that's it. Thanks for listening to this sprint episode. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> Neither do I. We really got to work on these outros. Well, I mean, in our, in our, in our defense, this is the third outro Fair. of the day. And it's been like five, <laughs> five four hours, hours of so. recording. <laughs> Enjoy. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>